There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke. Presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thanks for joining us. We are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, all on VEASAN, the sports betting network. You can follow along on the tweets at VEASAN Live. As for myself, at Danny Burke 5, and tonight we got another good one planned for you. Mitch Lawrence of Sirius XM NBA Radio will be joining us in 45 minutes. We'll get his thoughts not only on tonight's affair with the later matchup that we'll have to look forward to throughout the NBA. We got the earlier one to kind of dissect, which you will in a couple minutes. But, of course, we got the Clippers and Jazz game one. How will that game go down? No Mike Conley. Line has shifted, so we'll update you on all of that. Jeff Parles, host of Beeson's Bet Center. He'll be joining us in 10 minutes. We'll talk some baseball and some basketball with him. And in between, naturally, I'll give out some plays with some props. Nice 3-0 effort uh, last night. Hopefully you tailed us on that. We're able to make a couple bucks or so. And we got an NHL play that we did kind of get into yesterday, but we'll revisit that once again and take a sneak peek at tomorrow's matchup with the Bruins and the Islanders. But really quick, just getting off some of the big news of the day. Nikola Jokic has been named MVP and, you know, this is a market we were following so long and the likes of James Harden, James Harden with some value at one point. And Joel Embiid, who I still stand by if he didn't get injured, would have won the award. But shout out to anybody who had Jokic winning MVP. K 
cashing some tickets. Shout out to Jokic, 25 to 1 preseason is where he was at for most markets. So a big winner and the biggest since D Rose won it in 2011. 25 to 1 for Jokic to win MVP. That finally comes to fruition. But all right, enough with some of the bigger news today. Let's kind of just look at the games tonight and preview the early game with the Sixers and the Hawks. Philadelphia looking to avenge that game one loss. Tip off at about 6.30 p.m. Central Time. The movement has gone toward the Sixers. Philly opened as about a five-point favorite. They're up to six. They're also minus 265 on the money line, plus 215 on the buyback for Atlanta. Total opened about 222.5. That skyrocketed up to 226, now minus 110 each way or right around there. And, you know, I do think this is a bounce-back spot for Philadelphia. If they lose, I will be completely shocked. Not completely shocked, but I'll be shocked and obviously disappointed because the angle that I bet with, you know, kind of this game but more so the series is I did, did take Philly to win the series at about minus 118. I know a lot of people were able to snag them at plus money on Sunday because of the big overreaction. And, you know, even still, when you're looking at the series price of about minus 148 is as high as it got up to now. I mean, the big movement going toward the Sixers now is what we're seeing. The Hawks plus 119 yesterday, minus 122 is what we saw. So, I mean, just a lot of movement keeps going toward Philadelphia. Minus 148 may be a little bit too steep at this point, but yesterday we talked about it a lot, so I think that was a good angle and still think Philadelphia does win this series. Now, again, in terms of this game, though, I didn't really get into the props as much, but, you know, six is getting a little bit too high for my liking. That's the only way I would go if I had to. But more importantly, you know the angle I'm going to take. If anything, I'm going with the in-game betting perspective of it. If Atlanta gets out to a hot start, if they keep it close, then maybe you look to in-game Philadelphia here. But, you know, simultaneously, if you're the Sixers, you can't get off to another slow start. That's what kills you. Not only till the very end of the game did you finally make it close. You have to get out of the gates running and coming out hot. So we'll see if Philly can do just that. Again, if you're looking at the total, you certainly missed the ship on that one. 222.5 was the opener, but the over has been getting all the love. Now that's up to about 226 is what we're seeing for that matchup with the Sixers and the Hawks. And if you just wanted some other updated series price in the Western Conference, we'll kind of go over this a little bit later. But uh, the Nuggets are plus 300 is what we're seeing in that series. The Suns minus $4 after their huge win in game one. Naturally, we had the series spread minus one and a half with Phoenix. So that's what we'll be rooting for. Clippers and the Jazz. That series starts tonight. Utah minus 139. They're getting a little bit of the love. As of last night to today, they've been getting more action on the market up to minus 139. Clippers, if you want to take them, you're getting more plus money than yesterday, plus 112. Then you look at the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee down 2-0. They're catching 4-1. Nets lane minus 590, but you can get the Nets as a dog for the next matchup. Atlanta, like we just said, plus 119, and then the Sixers minus 148. But that's pretty much in summation how these series prizes are looking for the Western and Eastern Conference. And if you haven't played it, the one that we did do that you can still make, the Sixers, albeit we got it at about minus 118, that one all the way up now to minus 148. But should be a fun one with Philadelphia and the Hawks. Welcome in once again to the show. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Tonight we got on Jeff Parles in about five minutes. We'll get his baseball thoughts. And if we have time, we'll squeeze in some NBA thoughts with him as well. And don't worry, we'll still get deeper into the NBA. I got to play with our props. Like yesterday, we had a great night looking to kind of parlay and continue that on. Mitch Lawrence of Sirius XM NBA Radio. He'll be hopping on in 45 minutes. We'll go all NBA with him. And don't worry, we'll touch on a little bit of hockey as well. So plenty to get to. 
Don't forget, we do have some baseball to look forward to. And I do have a couple plays with both Chicago teams. So let's get right into that and get you some plays on the diamond for tonight. And let's start on the south side, the White Sox taking on the Blue Jays in Chicago. Well, look, you know how they do against lefties. That's typically the spot we like to go in on them with. And we are seeing that situation tonight. They got Robbie Ray taking the bump. The Southpaw for Toronto, 3-2 with a 3.57 ERA, 3.36 XFIP. So actually, Ray's been a pretty viable pitcher, really, if you've been backing him so far this year. 1.14 whip. But you got Rodon on the bump for the White Sox, who's had a great year. However, he is coming off his worst start of this season. The Sox did get the win in that performance. But look, he's 5-2 with a 1.98 ERA, 2.67 XFIP, and then a whip of 0.82. Now, you look at the Blue Jays, too. I mean, they're a team that really hasn't hit that well on the road. They're 707 OPS compared to the Sox hitting 756 OPS at home. But more importantly, like we alluded to, Sox against lefties, 826 OPS versus Southpaws this season, number one in the big leagues. Blue Jays, 739 OPS versus lefties, 14th. The White Sox open minus 135. They went up to minus 150 now. It's currently what we're seeing at Bet Rivers. Total drop from 8.5 to 8. The Blue Jays are still a little bit banged up all around in their offense, too. And look, the bullpens are pretty much identical for the most part. But again, the White Sox with the day off at home with Rodon on the bump looking to avenge his last performance. I played minus 140 with the White Sox in this spot. I laid that price. And, you know, Robbie Ray, as good as he's been, like I was talking about, where he's really been abysmal in terms of just, you know, going with the league average. He has a 23.7% home run to fly ball ratio. To put that into context, league average is around 10%. So he is letting the dingers fly so far this year, and the White Sox bats could be coming alive. So again, I laid minus 140 with the White Sox. It's up to minus 150. You can always go the run line route for some plus money if you feel a little bit more comfortable that way. But I'm right in the White Sox on the money line. And then what about the other Chicago team? Well, unfortunately, Cubbies fans out there, I'm not going to be backing the Cubs because how can you with Zach Davies as at this point? I mean, we've just seen him be so hard to rely on. He's 2-3 and three with a 4.94 ERA and an even worse XFIP of 5.53 and then a whip of 1.68. Now, Lamette, Denilson Lamette, he's going to be opposing him for the Padres. 1-0 with a 2.50 ERA, 3.71 XFIP, and a whip that's not too great, 1.44. Now, the Cubs on the road, you know, obviously they dropped it last night, 9-4 to against the Padres. They've lost their last four out of five. You know, didn't have success against the Giants. And Lamette did have a poor performance his last outing against the Cubs when Chicago swept them. He went four innings pitch, uh, one earned run, one walk, and six Ks. Excuse me, he didn't have the worst performance. But look, you know, the, the Padres obviously ended up losing that game. And now the tides are kind of turning that they're at home. And the Padres have not hit that great against righties this past week either, so they're both kind of on the same side there. But instead of laying the big price, because we saw a huge movement go toward the Padres, minus 160, now up to minus 195. I went with the run line here in Bet Rivers earlier today, had the best price at about plus 118. So that's kind of the route I took with San Diego. Obviously didn't want to lay minus 195. If you do want to go with the Cubs, are plus 163. The total has a big movement as well, 7.5 up to 8.5. But the run line was really the best route that I liked. And you can get it still at about plus 116. Again, I played plus 118. I'm not liking this 
you know, lack of momentum that we've seen from Chicago thus far. In no way I'm going to trust Zach Davies. These are the two top bullpens in Major League Baseball as of this point. So you don't have to necessarily worry, knock on wood, obviously, when it comes to baseball in general. You still have trouble trusting these bullpens. But these are the two best in the big leagues. So if the Padres get off to an early start, which I think they're more than capable of doing against Davies and the Cubs, I like them, and I like them on the plus money on the run line, and I laid the one and a half at plus 118. All right, let's kind of further our conversation with baseball here, folks. Let's bring on Jeff Parles, who you can follow along on Twitter, at Jeff Parles, and you can catch him hosting VEASAN's Bet Center throughout the week and the weekends and the nightcap with Tim Murray from time to time right here on VEASAN. So, Jeff, I was just going over some of the games in baseball with the Chicago teams. I guess I'll start with the first one I mentioned, the White Sox and the Blue Jays. Favorable spot that we're typically accustomed to seeing with Chicago against lefties here. Uh, I played it at about minus 140 earlier. Now the price has gotten a little bit out of hand at minus 150. Anything you would touch in this matchup as of this point, if you haven't already? First off, Danny, I uh, appreciate being back with you as always. Uh, apologies for uh, being stuck in California traffic last week during your program, but uh, we're, we're back and fully in action now, obviously. But uh, look, uh, this is Robbie Ray is still a, 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 one of the more inconsistent guys that you're going to see uh, on the mound in baseball. You're either going to get a 10-strikeout performance or he's going to walk the ballpark and the White Sox is going to score a ton of runs tonight. Uh, so this is, a, this, is a, this is probably a stay-off for me. That total eight and a half, is, it, it's, it, and even money, it's kind of intriguing, but I, I Rodon obviously has been so good so far this year. So in the end, it's probably a stay off, uh, but uh, I'm not really surprised to see the movement that you said that we, we have seen so far on, uh, on this one. All right, then let's look at the Padres and the Cubs, the other Chicago team, except I'm fading them in this spot because you got Davies on the mound in this one, Jeff. And look, Davies has been impossible to back, in my opinion. His XFIP even worse than his ERA. And Lamette's getting a chance to go against the Cubs. The Padres looking to avenge the sweep that they had upon them last week in Wrigley. Now they're looking to do the same with Chicago after the nice win last night. I took the run line, and I got about plus 118 with the Padres. Do you have any faith in the Cubs to bounce back here, or would you maybe be looking in the direction of San Diego? I, I would probably play this game over the total. That would probably be the way I would go here. Uh, I, the only thing is, and you mentioned it, this total's been bet up a whole run. So tread carefully here based off the fact that, and again, if you still think it's a dead over game, eight and a half even is probably not a bad bet. Davies is comp completely unreliable, even though, hey, Danny Berg, this is a revenge spot in his old ballpark for Mr. True. Davies tonight. So, look, uh, I, the, the, the big question mark for this is we don't know how long Denison Lamette's going to be able to go. He has, They have slowly but surely upped his workload start by start. So, that's really the holdup here for for putting the run for betting a run line with San Diego. The bullpen had to work a good amount over the weekend uh, against the Mets, and and I I would be a little concerned there. So I would just uh, I would I would only look to the total here, even though again be a little hesitant just because you are getting the worst in the number right now. Yeah, seven and a half up to eight and a half. Big movement toward the total. Hard not to look that direction, though, with Davies on the mound and the way these teams have been hitting as of late. Uh, let's go to the American League, Jeff. Let's talk Yankees and Twins. These are two teams that I've actively avoided this whole season, to be honest. And 
You know, New York, they opened about minus 107. They've ticked up a little bit to minus 115. Minnesota, you can catch at home at about even money. Nine and a half is where this total is, and that one even opened up at eight and a half. So another big movement toward the over. Pineda taking on Montgomery. Any strong convictions with this matchup? Again, you know, this one seems like a stay away or maybe just take advantage of the shorter price with New York. Look, we, we, we know the Yankees play Minnesota very well. We, we know that, Dan. But the Yankees are just they're just, just a bad team at the right now. They, they their offense stinks. Uh, they got more than enough pitching, uh, at least starting pitching over the weekend to win two of those three games against Boston, and they got swept obviously. And the Twins are just a bad baseball team, Danny. So I would only bet the Yankees here. Uh, I, I'm seeing some minus 109 out here in Vegas, so I may take a little of that. Uh, and I understand Pineda. Pineda has been been fine this year and Montgomery's erratic but this this is a get right series for the Yankees against a Minnesota team that has been bad this year and a team that the Yankees have just owned through the years yeah I'm with you there it's got to be Yankees or nothing for me against Minnesota tonight Yankees minus 115 currently at Bet Rivers not too bad of a price although the Yankees team has been volatile as Jeff alluded to uh, speaking of volatile teams, what about the Indians and the Cardinals, Jeff? This this matchup kind of cracks me up because you get Shane Bieber, a great pitcher, going against Carlos Martinez, who's completely the opposite. Yet, you know, this total's at seven, and it's because, well, both of these teams can hit as of now. They hit better against lefties than they do righties, and both facing a righty tonight. And the Indians coming off that 18-5 to loss versus the Orioles. Cardinals on a five-game losing streak. And you see the Indians here minus 167, Cardinals plus 143. Again, like I said, the total at seven. Do you just stay away from this one with a 10-foot pole, or has it got to be plus yes. money with the underdog? Yes, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> the Cardinals are playing really poorly right now. And it's not like they just they got swept by Cincinnati. was really not any good. So they're just a bad team right now. And, and look, um, I, it is Bieber. Uh, the uh, Jose Ramirez has had a very nice season, all-star caliber, and probably should be the starting third baseman for the American League in the all-star game in a month. Uh, but but Cle you, you, I don't want to lay almost $1.75 on the road with Cleveland. I can't do that. So uh, I, that's, a st that's a stay off for me, Danny. The only thing I would consider, uh, again, this, is, this gets to the dicey area because you're looking at three, three and a half. Uh, maybe you have a heavily juiced four to the under in the first five out there. But that, that would be the only way I'd look to play it. And a first five under just with two teams very much struggling uh, offensively this year. All right, Jeff, let's switch it up. Go to the hardwood, my friend. Let's talk Hawks and Sixers. 15 minutes this game will be tipping off in Philly. Yep. And we've seen some late movement toward the Sixers, now up to six and a half from the opener of five. Total also saw some big movement up to 225. I think it was a little bit higher before we just brought you on. But regardless, the over's gotten attention and the Sixers have gotten attention. Do you think this is a get-right spot for Embiid and company? Well, if it isn't, Danny, uh, that, that is a big problem for them, obviously, because <laughs> you will have lost the two home games as one of the best home teams in the NBA. And you go on the road to a place where the Hawks have lost once since the All-Star break. Uh, at home in Atlanta. So, I, look, Danny, I, I really do think Philly wins tonight. But that price is just getting very rich for me right now. Uh, and when it was at five, five and a half, yeah, I could get there. But now that, now that we cross six and into with the hook now at six and a half, I, I can't bring myself to bet that. And I'm not surprised that the total's been all over the map in this game. 
I'm not sure what to expect uh, because I don't. Atlanta kind of regressed to the mean a little bit three-point three point shooting-wise in the fourth quarter and, and late in the third quarter of that game one after shooting the lights out in the first quarter. So I, maybe to the uh, maybe a small underplay, but I I, I would I, I think you just missed the best of the number if you were going to bet Philadelphia, and that would have been the only side I would have taken today. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much with you here too. The only thing I did with this was bet the Sixers to win the series, but that line has even gotten out of hand, and I'm kind of the same way here with the spread, Jeff, because you know at five, five and a half, you could convince me. Now that it's at six and a half, I think it's more of an in-game betting angle type of thing. But you know, at the same time, if you're expecting the Sixers to win, you got to assume they got to come out of the gates right away, as opposed to what they did in Game One. So you know, we'll see how this one goes down. But the one I'm a little bit more interested in now, because Mike Conley is going to be out, and apparently that's worth about a point or a half a point, depending where you shop. Utah now down to a three-point favorite, Jeff. They're also minus 155 at Bet Rivers on the money line. Clippers have them catching plus, one, uh, plus 128 for the Clippers. This total 220 and a half. Uh, game ones in general for me, I just kind of like to stay away from, but this one even more. So I think, you know, I'm going with the prop route, but in terms of the spread in total, I, I really don't know for this one. What say you? Bet the over. Bet the over. Uh, look, these and I understand I understand it's on a whole season's worth of data that these totals are made, but I, I I don't think the adjustments have been made properly on Denver and Utah so far in this postseason. Those Portland Denver games just kept you kept getting mid two twenties and it was five overs in six games. Utah, Danny, we've watched them all year. They aren't the defense first team anymore that they used to be. They are built with three-point shooting volume, and they will take a ton of threes, and they will make a ton of threes. So they, 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 they're an over team. If you're going to give me totals in the two teams or the low 220s, like they, you basically had the whole series against Memphis, and like you have here tonight. So I would bet this game over the side. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm, I'm with you on that, Danny. But – I like this total over 220 and a half. Uh, I, if you're going to keep dishing uh, low 220s or two teams on Utah games, I'll keep bending them over. All right, Jeff, 30 seconds left. Anything else that we didn't hit on that you're looking to bet on this evening? Uh, I, I am looking forward to I, – I, I, I'm looking for an in-game opportunity on Colorado and Vegas. I'm just not sure if I'm going to be looking to an in-game under – or if I'm going to be looking to whoever goes down in that game at either a bloated plus price for Vegas or a plus price in general for Colorado. Good strategy. Going to be a fun one to watch unfold on the ice tonight with the Avalanche and the Golden Knights, as well as some of the NBA and Major League Baseball action as well. And, Jeff, hey, we always appreciate you taking some time, my man. We'll look forward to catching up next week. Of course, Danny. Thanks as always, buddy. At Jeff Parles is where you can follow him on Twitter, host of Vsin's Bet Center and the Nightcap with Tim Murray from time to time. Love catching up with Jeff. Hot shot out in California last week, you know, telling us, hey, give me some time off. But no, big thanks to Jeff for hopping out per usual. Love hitting all the sports with him. Does a great job of covering it. And a good opportunity, like you said, too, with that hockey in-game angle. Because coming up next, we're going to be talking a little bit of hockey. I know we previewed it yesterday with the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. But in-game, with every team, whichever team ends up going down, like he kind of alluded to, maybe look at the plus price on the other side. Because this has been, obviously, a back-and-forth series in terms of the home and road splits. But you know what? We're rolling with it. If you don't, we'll tell you the side we're going with next. The Avalanche up 
to a little bit over minus 150 last we checked. That was actually yesterday, but you know, looking at some more movement with this squad, now they've kind of gone down a little bit. So maybe you take advantage of the lower price with Colorado as opposed to yesterday. But again, we'll dissect that game and the Islanders-Bruins game tomorrow, plus more NBA action. A lot more to unfold here on Rush Hour. Stick around. A lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. out of all odds with Bet Rivers daily hometown discounts on all the boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid in Illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program to get a hold of the daily hometown discount check it out BetRivers.com Welcome back in. Thanks for joining us here on Rush Hour, all on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, right outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Big shout-out to Jeff Parles for joining us to start things off, talking some baseball and basketball, and giving us a little insight 
with some hockey. So let's kind of continue it on here with the discussion of the NHL. And let's preview the later game tonight with VGK and the Avalanche. Now Colorado, they opened up about minus 140 for this game. And currently at Bet Rivers, you're seeing a minus 148. VGK plus 125 on the buyback. Total at five and a half, shaded to the under, minus 121. The over is plus money, plus 102. Now, we talked about this yesterday, and, you know, I kind of went into the outside of, you know, the price, why I, I thought the Avalanche were going to win. But another side of it was that I thought the market was going to keep moving in favor of the Avalanche. Maybe they get upwards to minus 155, 160. And earlier today and kind of throughout the day, it looked like it was trending that way. Maybe not that high, but, you know, going toward Colorado. But now you've seen actually a little bit of buyback on BGK. So maybe a little bit of late action going toward the Golden Knights. But again, you know, now Colorado minus 148. I snagged them minus 140. And you look at this game. I mean, you know, Colorado won both home games. 7-1 game one, game two, three to two. And game one was kind of an anomaly. We understand that. But and then the momentum swung toward VGK. Game three, they went 3-2 and a huge win. Game four, just dominate, and they won 5-1 did VGK. Now, Marc-Andre Fleury, this series, he's been 2-1-0 with a 1.98 goals against average and a 90.5% uh, save percentage. Groove Bauer on the other side, 2-2-0, 2.75 goals against average with a 92.4 save percentage. And VGK actually has outshot Colorado in every game except game one. VGK also leads faceoffs in every game except one. They did tie in one game as well. But what the big difference is that you've seen in the games that Colorado has won is the Avalanche have had more power play opportunities, 15, and they've connected on five of them, whereas VGK has had 11, they've only connected on two. On the road in a spot where the Avalanche have not lost a postseason game this year, they're 4-0, and also a team that went 16-0-1, to end the regular season at Ball Arena, you have to take advantage of those power play opportunities if you're the Golden Knights. Colorado's done a pretty sufficient job of doing so. Now you're going back home in an arena where they've been absolutely dominant and a spot where VGK, they've been okay on the road this postseason. I mean, two and three is an awful, but you know, during the regular season, they certainly struggled away from home. And it's not that they struggled entirely, right? They were a top team, I understand that. I still have a ticket nine to one for them to win the Stanley Cup. I just think this is a good spot for Colorado here. It seems like it's kind of going to be one of those back and forth series. You know, so I bet on Colorado here minus 140. I still hope VGK wins the series naturally, but it's it's not necessarily a hedge. It's just more so that I don't trust VGK on the road in this spot as much. However, they do have the momentum and they have been out shooting them. But Colorado seems like the right play in this spot. I laid about minus 140 and now you can get about minus 148 if you haven't played it and you have conviction. I don't hate that price still now that it's coming down a little bit too. So look around and maybe even wait a little bit more so. But minus 148 is what you're seeing on Colorado. Plus 125 for VGK and the total. Five and a half shaded to the under minus 121 over under two and two this series so far between the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. But all right, so let's go ahead and kind of look toward tomorrow as well. Uh, the Islanders and the Bruins, this game going to be going off at about 6.30 p.m. Central Time. This series has been a fun one to watch, no doubt about that. The Islanders lead the series 3-2. to two. Coming back home, uh, you saw Boston open up minus 135, but now they're down to minus 132 at Bet Rivers. The Islanders catch them plus 114. Total open five, that's ticked up to 5.5, still shaded to the under, minus 143. The over is plus 120. Uh, three games out of five have gone toward the over, so that's why you saw the movement from five to five and a half, but it is, again, shaded heavily to the under. 
I'm kind of liking the plus money here with the Islanders, if anything. You know, you're getting big momentum after that first game, and, you know, now you're coming back home to an arena that you've done very well at really just this whole year. And for the plus money price, I think that's the angle I'd be going with, if anything. Again, haven't played anything officially and really tried to avoid these Easter teams or so this whole season. We did have one bet on the Bruins, I believe, and got the nice dub with that with Applebaum the other week. But this one, I think I'd maybe be going with the Islanders, if anything. But again, we'll kind of get more into that tomorrow night. And as opposed to tonight, uh, the game that we're rolling with, of course, is the Colorado Avalanche minus 140. Let's also get you some more action in the NBA, though, with that Clippers and Jazz game. I got a prop bet. I'll tell you what that is next here on Rush Hour. a new feature on VEASAN.com because every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game and you can check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that correlates with the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge and of course we have all the odds data and analysis for every single game as well so go ahead and start your next sports bet at VSIN.com it is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and the show is Rush Hour. I'm Dandy Burke, your host. Welcome in. We are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Getting ready for the playoff action throughout the NBA tonight. Mitch Lawrence of Sirius XM, uh, XM Radio, he's going to be joining us still. Uh, we'll be talking about the later game tonight, the series prices, and the early look ahead for tomorrow's game. We kind of teased the Atlanta Hawks and Sixers game with Jeff Parles. So uh, let's go ahead and focus on the Clippers and Jazz game. Now this one has moved down to Utah being a three-point favorite. Minus 155 on the money line, plus 128 for the Clippers. And it's, you know, it's fascinating to see because they open at about three and a half, four, depending on where you shopped kind of. And the news of Mike Conley coming out, now they've moved down to a three-point favorite. And there was always that uncertainty if Conley was even going to go with the hamstring and whatnot. So that was something that was looming. And now it's come to fruition that he's going to be absent. The total, 221.5 is where it opened. Dropped to 220.5. However, Jeff Parles is telling you to look toward the over in this spot. Again, I'm not touching anything with the spread or the total. We'll see how this one plays out. Game ones in general kind of just are something that I like to stay away from because you don't know how the Clippers are going to be after that long seven-game series. And the Jazz have had so much time off, so it's a lot of contributing factors that just make it a big unknown commodity for me. So I'm not going to be touching that, but you know what we do here, and we kind of take the different angle approach, and that's looking at some of these player props. And the one that stuck out to me the most, I kind of tweeted out about it earlier today, at Danny Burke 5 you can follow me on Twitter, and, you know, I was kind of just throwing it out because this number has moved big into the direction that I bet and you could get Royce O'Neal, that's right, Royce O'Neal we're dissecting with his three-point field goals made. One and a half is the number that it was posted. I played it at even money to the over. The under was minus 127 earlier today. It shot up a lot toward the over throughout the day. The market is loving his over one and a half, and I completely agree, because here's why. He went over this mark, meaning he made at least two three-point field goals in four out of the five games in the first-round series against the Grizzlies. 
Game one went one of three, so we stayed under. But then game two went four of six. Game three, four of seven. Game four, three of five. And game five, three of seven. So we averaged three three-point field goals made on over five and a half attempts against the Grizzlies. All right, well, that was the Grizzlies. What did he do against the Clippers? Well, he averaged 1.3 three-pointers made against the Clippers in the regular season on four attempts per game. But he did go over the mark in two out of three games. Went two of six from beyond the arc one game, two of five in the other, and then 0 of one in one in February where he, only, he didn't even have any points. So he didn't really see any action from Royce O'Neal. But he's been a different beast in this playoff series and even before that because 68% of his shots are coming from three during the regular season. But now 72% are coming from beyond the arc in the postseason. And he's making 54% of those shots this playoffs so far. Now, the Clippers, you know, they're okay defending the three. But if you watch that series against the Mavericks, they were brutal at defending from beyond the arc. They allowed the Mavericks to shoot 40% from three-point ranges compared to 36% during the regular season. So, you know, even throwing away all that, the fact that it was at one and a half and the over was even money, I thought it was a great price and a great angle. And that's the bet that I played. Royce O'Neal over one and a half, three-point field goals made at even money. Again, now you're having to lay a price. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable laying upwards, minus 130, 140, completely get it. But I still think it's a good angle for Royce O'Neal. So hopefully get us a couple three-pointers tonight as he's taking on the Clippers. Now let's look at an angle with one of his teammates tonight. Rudy Gobert, the big man. His points prop this evening. We're seeing it at 13 and a half. Over is minus 127. Under is even money. Look, Gobert's been on a tear in this playoff. 17.4 points per game in the first round series is what he averaged against the Grizzlies. Went over 13 and a half in four out of five of those games. And versus the Clippers during the regular season averaged about 14.3. However, he only went over it in one out of three games. He got 12, 23, and 8 respectively. And no Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in the game that he went over that number. Not that that necessarily is a direct effect, but certainly something to consider. Now, you know Gobert, 95% of his shots coming at the rim. That's where he thrives. That's the only spot he shoots at. Uh, he's making 81% at the rim. Clippers during the regular season allowed opponents to shoot about 65% within four feet of the bucket, which was 19th worst in the association. But, you know, you can't consider what they did in the playoffs, per se, because the Mavs don't really take advantage at the rim. So you have to look more so at the season sample size. And Serge Ibaka is still going to be out for the Clippers, so maybe Gobert has an even better chance tonight. And if you're more of the inclination that, hey, Utah is going to be winning this series, they're going to be winning this game, a big help in that is Rudy Gobert. He's been a big points producer really this postseason and in the latter half of the season. Yes, Donovan Mitchell is going to get his job done. Same with Jordan Clarkson and the rest of the scores and Bogdanovich. But if Gobert goes off, this team really follows along, and especially if he can get to the charity stripe. So something to consider, not one that I played, but if he does go over it, expect this number to be adjusted and probably 14 and a half in the next game. But, you know, instead of maybe looking at him solely with his points prop, what about a head-to-head -head matchup? This one caught my eye as well. It's a strong lean that I liked. Uh, Rudy Gobert, once again, minus 127. However, instead of his points prop, it's head-to-head -head against Marcus Morris. So who's going to score more? If you think it's Gobert, it's minus 127. Marcus Morris, even money. Again, we just went over everything with Gobert. 14.3 points during the regular season is what he averaged. 14.3 against the Clippers and 17 in the first round series. But kind of handicapping Morris a little bit more. So he averaged 13 points per game in the regular season. 11 points per game in the postseason thus far against the Mavericks in seven games, remember. And then 13 points per game versus Utah in the regular season. Now with Morris, over half of his shots come from three this postseason, and he is making 45% of them. 
but you look at Utah, you know how great they are defensively. They had the second best three-point defense in the NBA, allowing opponents to just make 34.8% of them during the regular season. And even better, in round one against Memphis, they limited them to shooting just 34.4% from beyond the arc. Defending the three is the best part of Utah's defense up to this point, and that's where a majority of Marcus Morris's points, or really even just shot attempts, are coming from. He averaged two three-pointers made on four attempts versus Utah compared to two and a half three-pointers made on 5.2 attempts throughout the whole season. So if Morris can't connect from beyond the arc against this Utah team, who's the second best at defending that area in the regular season, and it's going to be a long night for Morris unless he finds the answer from mid-range. But I think Gobert is the right angle in this spot. I would lay the minus 127 with Gobert over Morris. I didn't play it officially. Again, the one that I did play officially because I had the most conviction with this one and thought it was the best angle. Royce O'Neal, over one and a half three-point field goal attempts made. Got that at about even money. It's been steamed up, so hopefully he gets still a good number out there. But that's the one we're playing with tonight. Looking to bounce back. Not even bounce back. Looking to carry on, excuse me, after a 3-0 effort last night. Hopefully we get you another winner throughout the NBA. Speaking of which, Mitch Lawrence going to be talking more about that game and tomorrow's slate coming up next. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Good 
Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boost on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. To make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of those major sports, along with instant payouts and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. But to get a hold of the Daily Hometown Discount, check it out all at BetRivers.com. Back at it as we wrap up yet another edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook, and we continue on with the look ahead to the NBA tonight. Hawks and Sixers still haven't tipped off, so let's bring in our main man, Mitch Lawrence. You can follow along on Twitter at Mitch underscore Lawrence. Catch him hosting Sirius XM NBA Radio as well as Mad Dog Radio. And Mitch, let's dive right into it. Philly up to a six-and-a-half-point favorite now. Total at 225 and a half. This one opened at five, so Philly's been getting a lot of the steam. Do you think that's warranted in your opinion, or do you think Atlanta maybe keeps this one close? I think Atlanta's going to keep this close. You know, the Hawks are on a four-game winning streak overall in the playoffs, playing with a ton of confidence. Nobody's stopping Trey Young as of uh, yet in the playoffs. We'll see what happens if Doc Rivers goes with more Ben and Simmons. He's surrounded by a lot of shooters. Is DeAndre Hunter playing? That's a big question I have because – They've done very well without him, but obviously they want him back in the lineup. But no, I think this is going to be a close one in Philadelphia. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter, I was still trying to find news on him up to this point. I haven't seen anything late, so we'll still kind of try to scout out that. But I think you bring up an important point. I mean, how do you think, or even maybe not even how you think, maybe what would you do defensively with Ben Simmons after what you saw in game one? What do you think would be the best strategy? In terms of stopping Trey Young? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I think Doc. I think I think I saw comments where where people were talking about they've got to put more Ben Simmons on him. Listen, he's a tough cover. He's a tremendous passer. He has great vision. Ben Simmons is an elite defender. If you're going to see more of a matchup on that, that's that's one thing. I just don't know if the Hawks can shoot as well as they did coming out of the gate in this game. Philly's really got to be much better all the way around defensively. Just not on Trey Young. I mean, the Hawks had a huge lead early, as you know, hit a ton of three pointers. Philadelphia just has to step up everything and hope they get another performance like that out of Joel Embiid. I mean, the question is, Joel Embiid, you know, he's got a, a torn meniscus in his knee. You're trying to tell me that's going to be better the longer he plays in the playoffs? They have to take advantage of him as soon as they can and start winning here against the Hawks. All right, Mitch, like we said, uh, DeAndre Hunter looks like he is going to be out tonight. So, again, we're seeing Philly six and a half. It seems like a tough price to lay here after what we saw game one, but a must-win game for Philly at that Let's look ahead to the later game then, Mitch. You know, I keep saying this, but this one I just really have no feel over because there's so many of those factors being Utah, long layoff, and then you get the Clippers, seven-game series, and no Mike Conley for Utah. They're down to a three-point favorite, this yeah. total at about 220-and-a-half. Who do you think comes out on top in this one? I could see the Clippers going in there and stealing this game. I mean, look, there's a lot to be said about a quick turnaround off that Sunday game seven win, but they're riding high. Uh, you want to play. I know it's, you know, you got to travel and play, but I'd much rather be in their shoes than, you know, Utah, what they close out their series almost a week ago. And that's what you really have to worry about when you've been off that long. I know it helps some guys recover, but you'll lose in terms of your continuity and what you're doing on the court. You lose something there. Of course, Utah's also won four straight games, so they're rolling. But the Mike Conley injury is a brutal deal. I mean, you've seen what happens with James Harden when he's had hamstring problems. This has knocked him out of this series with the Bucks. Who knows, who knows how long for Danny? And now you got Mike Conley. He missed 15 games. 
over the course of this season with the same right hamstring problem. So you can't, you don't want to bring him back too soon, but I mean, you know, the Nets can afford to lose a James Harden because Kevin Durant's playing like a finals MVP again, and they've got Kyrie Irving, you know, Utah, that's going to compromise them. That's going to make this a closer, tougher series. And, you know, right at the start, they've got the best player in the series, uh, the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, who's coming in off two amazing games. So that makes this season, uh, this series to me, just uh, even closer than, than ever without Conley. How do you think a guy like Rudy Gobert fares in this type of series? We were kind of diving into his props tonight. 13 and a half is the number for points scored, and it is shaded to the over. And, you know, when Rudy Gobert plays really well, obviously the team kind of follows, especially in this postseason thus far. Do you think he can thrive against this type of team that the Clippers have with their download presence? No, sir, Zerbaka. So what do you think you can expect out of Gobert? Yeah, I guess we're going to watch Serge Ibaka and what he wears on the sideline. What outrageous outfits, right? <laughs> He's, he, but <laughs> what's the over-under on that that he wears out something crazy? But, I mean, look. Uh, Heavily shaded you know, to, the, to the for sure. <laughs> I, for sure, right. There you go. Uh, it's a lot. You know, I, you know, Gobert's not an offensive threat, except the Clippers are a small team. And, I mean, he should get some offensive rebounds and putbacks. He should have some rim rolls. I mean, I don't you know, 13 and a half. I, you know what? I'd be tempted to go over, especially with the fact that Mike Conley Jr. is not going to be in there. That might be a situation where there's some more missed shots or, you know, some more opportunities for him uh, to really have a big series. Uh, but the key to them is obviously going to be Donovan Mitchell and what he could do and how they're going to defend him if they're going to go at him with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. This is going to be a tough series for him. You know, we had Dylan Brooks last series. Uh, these guys are even better. So uh, it could be some tough sledding for Donovan Mitchell early, early in the series until they get Conley back. All right, Mitch, and then before we let you get out of here, what about this Nuggets and Suns game and series tomorrow at about 8.30 p.m. Central time? Phoenix looks like they'll be lane six as of now, total at 2.22. I mean, Phoenix had a huge performance in game one. Do you think they rolled that on to game two? They had a 34-9 run at one point. They were down 70-60. to 60. And over the next nine, 10 minutes, they went on this 34-9 run, so they're a 14, 15 point. And that was the game. And, you know, in the second half, Jokic, Murray, and Monty, uh, not Murray, but uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Monty Mars, they, they combined for like 10 points. So, you know, there's going to be a point where the Jamal Murray loss, the Will Barton loss has got to catch up to Denver. I think it's going to be in this series. The Suns are rolling. They had a huge confidence coming in off that Laker win. I think the Suns are going to do real well in this series. And Denver better be careful because, you know what, 34-9 runs are usually done by the Nets with Kevin Durant. If, you're, if that's happening in that Phoenix series, you're in some trouble. Yeah, and then the Nets we see catching three and a half. Do you think that's a spot where you almost have to take the points based on what we've seen? The Nets are getting three and a half out in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah. i got to take the Nets <laughs> in that game. They'll probably win by 30 and a half, right? I mean, come on. They're <laughs> dominant, and the reason is, Durant can score anytime he wants in this series. He is back to the level he was when he was, you know, out dueling LeBron James when he was with Golden State. The problem for Milwaukee is Giannis is having problems scoring. He's a regular season MVP, but in the playoffs, he really struggles to score. And Holiday and, and Chris Middleton are good players, but they're not playoff stars. That was probably the most perfect explanation of looking at Giannis. I couldn't agree more. And the fact, again, that you're catching three and a half with Brooklyn seems like it'd be too easy, but that's what a lot of people thought in game two. And you saw what happened with that result, Mitch. So uh, we'll be looking forward to watching that one on Thursday. Should be a good one. And again, plus 133 if you want to get the Nets outright. Some good value with this Brooklyn squad. Mitch, I know you got to head out, but enjoy those games tonight, my man. And thanks for hopping on as always. 
Danny, always a pleasure. Keep in touch. Thank you. At Mitch underscore Lawrence, where you can follow him along on Twitter. Catch him on Sirius XM NBA Radio, as well as Mad Dog Radio. Nailed it. Exactly with his Bucks team. I mean, you look at Middleton, you look at Holiday. Yes, they're solid players, but they're not going to be the guys. They're going to be capable of overcoming this Brooklyn team that is just too dominant. And again, Giannis, you know, he gets the job done in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason, not necessarily a guy that you can rely on every single possession offensively. The Nets have had an answer for everything in those two games, but really, I mean, catching three and a half, yes, you would think that it could be a bounce-back spot for Milwaukee, and obviously it certainly can, but, you know, I'm going to be looking to bet Brooklyn before I am Milwaukee as at this point. And, you know, you could get them catching three and a half, and if you think they went out right, plus 133, Total at about 234, and the line hasn't really faltered too much or adjusted. And same thing with the total. Still a couple of days out, but that'll be a fun one to look forward to on Thursday night. All right, so that Hawks and Philadelphia game already tipping off. Like we said, Philly's got to get off to a hot start. They did just that up 10-2 over Atlanta. So that's the game that we have going on right now. As for the later game, if you missed it earlier, we did have one play with a prop, and that's Royce O'Neal over one-and-a-half three-point field goals made. So... Kind of just handicapping this with O'Neal. I mean, he went over this mark in four out of five games against the Grizzlies and two out of three games against the Clippers during the regular season. 72% of his shots are coming from the three-point mark in this postseason, and he's connecting on 54% of them. The over was even money earlier today, and I thought that was just wildly inaccurate with the price. So I played over one and a half at even money. Now that's been adjusted, and the over is a pretty sizable favorite. So, you know, not the best price right now, but I still think over one and a half is the right play and would absolutely go that way as opposed to the under. So that's what we're rolling with. Oh, and even consider, too, I mean, you know, this Clippers team from beyond the arc defending-wise, they allow the Mavericks to shoot 40% from three in that first-round series. If that keeps up, guy like Royce O'Neal, especially with Mike Conley out too, could open up more opportunities, needing another guy to score from time to time. Over one and a half three-point field goals made. One I rolled with in the NBA tonight with Royce O'Neal. And then we had a couple plays in baseball as well. Let's go back to the White Sox and Blue Jays game in this spot. You know, the White Sox going against the lefty in Robbie Ray. And Robbie Ray hasn't been too shabby, but the thing that scares me if I were to be backing him is that he's got a 23.7% home run to fly ball ratio. Put that in context, league average is around 10%. And guess what? Hey, the White Sox, still the best team against Southpaws this season, 826 OPS. Blue Jays have a 739 OPS against lefties, which is 14th. Rodon, yes, had a brutal start his last outing, worst of the season. White Sox still got the dub in that game, but he has been their top guy, arguably, as at this point for the White Sox. I mean, he has. He has a no-hitter, and then, you know, his XFIP is 2.67, 0.82 whip. And the Blue Jays are a little bit banged up, too. So I laid minus 140 with the White Sox. Now that's at about minus 150. Still think it's a good spot for Chicago. Speaking of Chicago, if you want to look at another angle, I went with the Padres on the run line tonight. I know, sorry to all our marquee viewers out there, but I am fading the Cubbies tonight because how can you back Zach Davies right now? He has been abysmal. 4.94 ERA, 5.53 XBIP, and a 1.68 whip. I laid the, one, uh, the run and a half with the Padres at about plus 118. We'll see what the Cubbies can do offensively against Lamette, who hasn't been too shabby. But this Padres bullpen, best in baseball. Cubs right behind them. I think that it's a good spot for the Padres. Don't want to lay the high price there, so instead went with the run line. As always, best of luck if you tail with any of our plays. Hopefully we catch you some winners. Enjoy all the action tonight. We'll look, we'll look forward to catching up again tomorrow here on Rush Hour on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.